Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am joined by Melissa Kohler, and we are talking all about the overwhelm that can come with running a business and how that you don't have to be overwhelmed. We can ditch it. And I'm really excited to dive into this topic today. So with that being said, Melissa, I'm so, so happy to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. I'm really honored to be here. Oh, the feeling is absolutely mutual. So before we dive in, can you tell listeners more about yourself, who you are, what you do, and who you serve? Yes, I know. I feel like that's the the million dollar thing, right? Okay, so I'm Melissa Kohler. I have three children. Um, At the time that we're recording, they're 16, 12, and 9. I had to think about that for a second, which is awful, (laughs) I, I do the I same. Um, originally from Southern California and now live in beautiful Central Oregon, um, although it is inclement weather. <laughs> I don't love that. Um, and I've been an entrepreneur for uh, over 20 years. I started, gosh, I don't even remember the year, but it was my first business was handmade cards and invitations. I did that for a while. And then I moved into the scrapbooking realm. I don't know if anybody that's listening remembers the whole scrapbooking craze <laughs> was a thing. And I was fully into it. I was on design teams and people would pay me to make their albums for them. And with being on a design team, the natural progression is to have really good photos for your pages. And so I dove into photography and did professional photography for over 10 years. And um, my husband was an airline pilot at the time and I had two children at, at right at that time. And I became pregnant with our daughter. And I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna be able to do this business and momming and all of this. And I just kind of fell into a network marketing company that I've been doing now for almost almost 10 years. And I love it, but I also still love photography. It's just crazy. I, I'm a, what is that? A multi-passionate entrepreneur? Yes. Multi-passionate entrepreneur. But throughout, I tell you all of that because throughout that entire journey, I met so many people along the way that I had the opportunity to mentor and help them grow their brand and their vision. And with, I had no idea I was gonna be able to do that, but the best part about it was I found a part of myself that I didn't even know I wanted to have the opportunity to mentor people. And so I mentored people for years around the world, hundreds of people around the world, mostly in photography. And then I get to do that now with my current business as well. And I love helping moms and women build businesses. So that is my huge passion in life that I had no idea was (laughs) those 20 something years ago was going to become my, my calling in life is to help other people build businesses because we are all, you know, you know, like we see all these things online of you need to do this and you need to be this way and you need to, whatever it is, fit into this box. But the reality of it is, is that you don't 
You just need to have a few great tools in your tool belt and then just be yourself. So I want to remind people about that, that you don't have to fit into that box. And so I help, I hopefully help lots of women around the world be able to find their voice, their niche and their passion and have the courage to be able to chase after their dreams. I love it. I love it because that's what we need more of. And I think so many times we just get in our own head that, you know, I have to look like someone else. I have to be doing the same things as everyone else. Well, no, I feel like that makes us blend into the background even more. We need to own our unique purpose, our unique selves, and just that's what draws people in. So the fact that you're doing that is just incredible. And I love how over your your career things have evolved it sounds like you just kind of leaned into the next thing you just embrace that change and really harness that to accelerate yourself to that next level of growth and just those opportunities that's really incredible oh thank you it's been such a fun ride well and that's just it it can be fun when we let it to be and i think as moms especially it's so easy to get overwhelmed by mom life, which is a full-time job in and of itself. And then throw in running a business. Some moms are still working a job and running a business. So how do you begin to manage that overwhelm? Well, first of all, I want to, I just want to call out if you're feeling overwhelmed and you are a mom and running a business, I see you and you are not alone. And that, you know, honestly, we are going to, we're going to always have little periods of that overwhelm, right? But as I have grown in motherhood and entrepreneurship, I've realized that we don't necessarily have to, to, to hold all of that on our shoulders like we thought we had to. And as soon as I gave myself that permission to let it go, wow, it was like taking a deep breath for the first time. I had not done that in so many years. Why do we allow, and it's really, I think social media has, is wonderful and it's great to grow our businesses and to connect with people, but it can also be really detrimental because it's so easy to compare yourself to, you don't even know these people. A lot of times you don't even know them and you're wondering, well, why am I not able to, to do this, this, and this? Well, what you're not seeing is that a lot of the things behind the scenes that people just don't talk about, which by the way, really irks me because I hate that people like put this show on, not all the time. I think social media is getting a little bit more transparent, but there's kind of like a little show of my house is perfect and I made this beautiful meal and and my kids are just all, they go to bed when I tell them to and they eat everything that I tell them to and, and I just made time for my second cup of coffee and now I'm answering emails. I'm like, uh, okay, yeah. that's great. And maybe, you know what? Maybe there are some people that are like that, but I'm going to tell you what, embracing the chaos and the mess is going to be probably one of the best things that you can do to ditch that overwhelm. Because when you're trying to do it all and do it perfect, and I say I'm air quoting right now because we, we, we moms, we like to make things as perfect as we can. Um, first of all, our kids don't care if our, if their food is in these beautiful little shapes and cut beautifully. They don't care about that. 
What they care about is that you're sitting across from them at the table, asking them about their day and you're with them. That's what they care about. And sure, the beautiful Pinterest birthday parties are wonderful. I love, I love looking at that. But at the end of the day, if I can hire that out or if I can just blow up some balloons, that's what my kids care about. To be honest, all they want is the, their friends there with the presents, right? They don't care about the theme and all of the time that went into it, but we do. And then we put all of this stress on ourselves. And those are just two examples. And I say those things because those are the things that we moms can relate to, right? The Pinterest things and the food, right? But when we're running businesses with children, and I say with, because it, it doesn't have to be an either or. When we're doing that, we're also showing our kids what it's like to have, and I'm getting goosebumps because that's like one of my biggest things is I wanna show my kids what it looks like to, to work hard and, and reap the benefits of that hard work, but also set those boundaries. And so I am gonna talk just a tiny bit about boundaries because that has been my life saver. And I wasn't always very good at setting those boundaries. So is it okay if I dive into that? Oh my gosh, I, yes, please do. Because I am loving all of this because I am not the Pinterest perfect mom either. That stresses me out. You know what? When you get your kids involved and yeah, it's all about the presence. It's all about their friends. It's all about everything else. Not what we think is important, what they think is important. So yes, I would love to hear your take on boundaries. Okay, perfect. So... For me, I'll just give you some examples of what that looks like for me because it's going to be different for everybody and in every season of their parenting and entrepreneurship. So for me, what what made the most big, like the biggest difference was setting work hours. And prior to me setting work hours, I just had that mentality of I have to answer this email and I have to get back to this person right away because if I don't, then they're going to go to somebody else or they're, they're, they don't think that they're important enough and they, they're going to think that I don't care. And I lived for many years in that, in that mind space and it was awful. I mean, looking back on it, it was awful. There were some good times, but whew, I mean, let me tell you, if you think like that, I'm going to give you just a great piece of advice that I wish someone would have told me. No one is going to die if you wait 24 hours to respond to a message. <laughs> I promise you, they won't. Um, yes. And, and you know what? If they go to somebody else to get whatever product or service that you offer, if they go to somebody else, they weren't meant for you. So give yourself that that time. So what my day looks like is I try to get into the office around 9am and I try to get out of my office about, I don't know, anywhere between four and four 30, just depends on when my kids get home and then I'm done. So I don't answer emails. I don't answer messages unless there's happens to be like a sale or a launch or a push. And, and I see that it needs to be answered immediately. Other than that, it can wait until the next day. And so what that's done for me and First, before I go into that, let me say, it takes practice. It will take some practice to get there. It does not happen overnight. And you might feel your body clenching and tightness in your chest because you really want to answer that message. But take a deep breath. If it means putting your phone in a drawer where you have to lock it, then that's what it means. Because at, after, after a little bit of time, it's gonna get easier and easier right? Consistency is key. So and with, with everything. 
But, but once I did that, once I set those hours for myself and I honored them for myself, then I started sharing my office hours with my family so that they could understand mom works from this time to this time. And if you happen to get home and it's still in that time frame, please wait until I come out or whatever time it is. If it's an emergency and somebody's bleeding, different story. But I'm trying to establish and set those those boundaries for them so they can respect my time. And I'm hopefully teaching them what that looks like for them as well. And, and then you go into the boundaries with your your people, your if you have team members or your customers. These are my work hours. If you contact me outside of them, expect a response the next business day. And again, if you are a people pleaser, like I am, it's gonna be difficult because you don't wanna hurt anybody's feelings, but please do that because you're training people how to communicate with you and when to communicate with you. And if, if you have people you're mentoring, you're also teaching them how to run their business. So when you can adopt those boundaries and really stick to them, and that's the key, then so much of that overwhelm doesn't pour into your, your home overwhelm doesn't pour into your business and your business overwhelm doesn't pour into your home and you're human. So your brain's never going to really shut off. I get that, but you get to close that, you know, virtual or physical door and say, Nope, I am here and I am present. And, and you know what? I've been doing this for years and I still have to remind myself and I still have to practice it. But it has been one of the biggest lifesavers for me for productivity, for sanity, um, anxiety, like all of the things. Like really, I, I urge you, if you have not done this yet, please give yourself that gift of boundary. Oh my gosh. So many things that you just said in there, like we could unpack. Like this is just, yes. Like preach it from the rooftops because this is a message that we all need to hear over and over and over because it's exactly what you said. It takes practice. It takes so much practice. I still struggle with this. I really have been trying to be more intentional about, okay, I'm only working within the four walls of my office during my work hours. Setting that boundary and maintaining that boundary, it's hard. And I've actually told my kids and my spouse, like, hey, here's my boundary. I need your help keeping myself accountable because it is so tempting. It's tempting. Like, oh, okay, I'll just check my emails. I'll just see one thing. But to what you said, it's, it's respecting the season of life that you're in as a mom. When I was running my business, when my kids were kindergarten and preschool, it looked totally different than it does now that I have elementary age girls. Totally different. So it's not a fair comparison. If I go scrolling through social media and I'm looking at these women and I'm thinking that I'm not enough because my business doesn't look like hers, because I'm not running my business a certain way, I felt like I wasn't enough. But no, it's figuring out what works well for you, establishing and maintaining those boundaries because it is a work in progress. And I love too how you said, you know, when you're setting the expectation with your clients, that's empowering them, how they can grow and run their businesses. We've gotten to such this mentality of, of hustle culture and mom martyrdom that the harder we work, the bigger the reward. 
Well, no, no. All that does is it leads us to being stressed out, burnt out, overwhelmed. It's not sustainable. It is not sustainable at all. And I've been there too. Yeah, Yeah. it's hard. Um, What you just said about mom martyrdom. So this last weekend, um, my one son is in club lacrosse Mm -hmm. and we had to travel three hours away to do games for an entire day and then come home. And I first, well, and also let me just say, I am an introvert and I need that like away from everybody time to be able to recharge. I love my people. I just need that recharge time. I had not had recharge time in probably two weeks. And we got home from traveling and I'm doing the dishes because in my mind, well, no one else is seeing the dishes in the sink. I need to do them. And my husband came up to me, sweet husband. He's like, you are not giving anybody else an opportunity to help you or to serve you. You just assume that people aren't going to do it. And I just, I, I said, well, I just don't feel like I'm being appreciated. And I realized, you know, stepping back after you said mom martyrdom, that whole story just came to mind. Cause I'm like, listen, we are a lot of times sitting behind our, our, <laughs> our kitchen counter saying, gosh, you know, I've got to do this, this, and this. And instead it's, I get to do it. And how wonderful it is that I get to be the mom of these these children and be in this season of whatever it is. And I get to run my business. Like, I don't know. I don't know why I, I felt like sharing that. When you said that, it just, it really triggered that for me to want to say. Yeah, definitely. No, but it's it's a perfect example that we just... We think we have to do it all alone. We think we have to run our businesses alone. We think we're in motherhood alone. Both of those things are hard. Being a mom is by far the hardest thing I have ever done in my life. But you know what? It's also the most rewarding. And I realized too, life is short. None of us are guaranteed anything. And you think about it. At 18, they're considered an adult. They no longer need us. Like that's terrifying to me. Like... What? Like, it goes by in the blink of an eye. I mean, I've been out of high school longer than 18 years. That wasn't that long ago, right? (laughs) I mean, it just, when you take that step back and realize how short life is, like, let's just embrace it. Like you said, embrace the chaos, embrace the mess, embrace the journey of it all, because that's where the beauty is. That's the memory and the legacy we're going to leave leave our children with. And also, like you said, I just love being the example for my kids, for my girls. Being like, you know what? I wasn't happy in a career. So I made the choice to make a change. And I'm doing it. And I'm showing them that it is possible. And they notice it. Even my little first grader, she's like, mom, I love how you're home now. Like, you know, yeah, you work and they respect the the work hours and they understand, okay, when I'm working, I'm working. When I'm mom, I'm mom. But like you said, it's setting those boundaries. It's including them in the process and it's asking for help. You know, even my littles, my first grader, she does a great job putting the dishes away. Like they're way more capable than we give them credit for. Oh my gosh. Um, As you were talking, I... I, I feel like I need to say this for moms that are either in the season or will be in the season because it took me far too long 
to, to get here. And I want to just tell you, please don't get, don't wait as long as I did. So I have, I have a 16, 12 and nine year old and my 16 year old is driving and it's changed. It's changed a lot of things, but I don't know why I put all of this pressure on myself to plan the dinner, shop for the dinner, make the dinner, um, not ask for any help. So I have recently started having my children come down and take everything out of the I, I try to put down what we're going to have for dinner, take everything out of the refrigerator and show them how to make dinner, have them be a process of it. Because like you said, at 18, my, my son could be gone. And I, I keep thinking to myself, oh, I haven't taught him enough of how to cook. And does he know how to wash his cause clothes good enough? And you know, you start going through your head. And so I've been trying to incorporate all three of my kids into maybe not all at once, but one night, one of them will help me make dinner and, and follow the instructions and, and get, you know, plan out, gee, this is when you need to get the plates out, but helping them be a part of that also, well, it helps you. Well, uh, okay. I'm going to say this. It was really hard for me at the beginning because I'm like, oh my gosh, they're getting messy and they're not doing it right. And oh, yes. so much I just do it myself, but, um, and that might be true, but at the end of the day, you're helping to teach them. You are taking something off of your plate and you are getting that one-on-one -on -one time with them to ask them how their day was. Maybe they'll tell you something that they might not tell you. Um, I don't know about you, but my kids wait until like the 11th hour, right at bedtime to need or want to tell you something really important. And it's like, it's, well, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, so yes so oh don't wait don't yes. wait that long you're right kids are way more capable of doing the things than we give them the credit for because again we take it on we think we have to do it all please give yourself that gift relieve it like get 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 it off get off right. the plate I love it. I love it yes get it off of your plates mamas because what that does it not only helps you, it empowers them. You're teaching them life skills. And that's what we want. We're just trying to raise capable human beings yes. that contribute to the world. You know, this is, and we all have that thought, like, am I doing enough? Am I doing it right? Like, we all have these same thoughts circling our mind. But doing little things like that, helping them help you, that empowers them. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I can do this. You know, they may complain about it. And you know, I just did the same thing with my kids packing their lunches for school. I'm like, I hate it packing lunches. And the one day I'm like, why don't I just make them? But yes, it's so cringeworthy at first. It's hard because you know there was jelly all over the counter and things are everywhere. And the one kid doesn't like crust, so she's got, you know, crust flying all over the place. And it's like, oh my gosh. But she's good now. And it's just such a relief that I don't have to pack the flipping lunches anymore. And they actually do a pretty darn good job at it. You know, at first I'm like, oh, they're just going to pack like all the sugary things they can find. They're going to get up in the treat cupboard and get this, that, and the other. But no, you teach them. It's like that analogy with the, you know, you with the man and the fish and you teach a man to fish and he, you know, can provide for himself, you know, forever and that sort of thing. That's what we're doing with our kids. And they don't complain about what they have for lunch because they packed it. Yes. Yes. See, it's winning all around. Yep. Oh, my gosh. 
Melissa, this was such a phenomenal, phenomenal conversation. So much value you shared and just you know, letting moms know that, you know what? Overwhelm is going to happen, but we can really start to do things to ease that overwhelm. Start with the boundaries. Start by just taking the notifications off of your phone even. You know, start small. Set those work hours and have your family, have your spouse, have whoever's around you. Keep you accountable because you are not in this alone. There are so many people out there that are willing and want to help you, that want to see you succeed and are there for you. Melissa, how can we get into your world? Oh, this was so fun. Thank you for allowing me to be here. Um, If you want to connect with me, you can go to um, my website. It's melissacohler.net. And my last name is spelled a little different. It's K-O-E-H-L-E-R. Um, but I hang out mostly on Instagram. So at my Instagram handle is M Kohler. And those are my two favorite places to, to hang out. Oh my gosh. You guys be sure to give her a follow, check out the website. So much value for there in there for you. Melissa, thank you again for taking time out of the, your busy schedule to share your value with our listeners. Thank you for having me. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 